Welcome to the law firm of Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. Go ahead, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit back and listen. get that feeling that i say the same thing at the beginning of every one of our shows like oh my god it's gonna be a long night isn't it well it usually ends up being a long night but yeah you're just belaboring the obvious or or maybe it maybe it might be something like i love my new egg computer we know Uh, how much you absolutely love new egg by the way ladies and gentlemen i i I have to say this in the beginning. This is the Davis and Davis show being brought to you by the Davis Media Production Company. Ooh. That's right. right. Started a new company. Because why not? Man, none of my companies make any money. I may as well, may as well start another one. Uh, okay, so so we also we also have a website now. I mean, we've had well, a website. Yeah, like a, a freebie one from like what Bali or New Zealand or uh, yeah. Well, it's it, it's still a freebie one from Bali or New Zealand, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not freebie anymore. And. Uh, uh, the, the nice thing is that we actually have a real website name now. It's davisanddavisshow.com. It's like www, and you can search it with Google and all that kind of fun stuff. www.davisanddavisshow.com. And cool. guess what? What? Burke's got an email. What? I, I, Burke I, at davisanddavisshow.com. Oh. And I feel when, special. When you go and log into our website to edit stuff, you'll be able to click on the email link and forward that to your email address. Very cool. Because that's what it's doing to mine. Scott at davisanddavisshow.com. Yeah, very nice. Is that not nice? I, I, I like that. Yeah, I'm, I, it's going to take a little bit of time for me to get used to the Davis and Davis or Davis Media Productions, whatever. <laughs> I don't have a .com for that yet. Uh, DMP. All right. That's not bad. Anyways, that's, that's, I, that's what I was working on all this week. Uh, you were pretty quiet this week. I actually did updates on the website oh um added a news section let's take a look at that yeah is it more for me to play around with and tweak and have fun with um sure okay sure i i mean every every time i do something i know that you're gonna change it so <laughs> um but, but are the changes usually pretty good no 
No. <laughs> I'll put the fucking stormtroopers back on then. Fine. Uh, it, it, no, no, they're not bad. Um, okay. uh, let's see here. Davis and Davis show. Uh, I, I'm actually surprised the old, the old address still works, but it does take you to Davis and Davis here. here. I, I, I have to. <laughs> No, not that one. Screen three. (laughs) (laughs) Two ugly mugs on the front page there. Look at that. We have we have our news section. We're on Spotify now. I guess I should say. Oh wow. Hey. Um, That's very cool. Yeah. Uh you can you can go to davisanddavisshow.com and there's a link under the podcast section that will take you to uh, Spotify right there. Or Apple or Google or whatever you prefer. Look at how nice I have our Spotify page looking. That looks professional. How the hell did that happen? um, I have no clue. No (laughs) clue what's... (laughs) Ah, yes. Um, so yeah, we've, I, I've been, I've been busting my butt a little bit, trying to, trying to make it uh, better for us. Very cool. Uh, Oh yeah. I would, uh, I would seriously be happy with with uh with ballsies coming back on <laughs> paying us some money uh, um but yeah uh so we have a whole news section now which we'll just put whatever new stuff's in if you notice i i've added the two episodes that we that we put that are out right now yes that are out right now did a Mally's chocolate uh, blog. I added Jim beam peach. I actually uh, uh, pre added um, what I'm drinking tonight and it will automatically post the, the day that we, that, that we do the show or very nice post the show. I feel like I feel like I'm behind on my liquor. So I'll have to double check on that one of these days real quick. Uh, The liquor section is definitely far far (laughs) behind. Um, Well, for you, (laughs) the liquor section makes me look like a complete alcoholic. (laughs) I'm, I'm totally caught up now. Oh, nice. Okay. There you go. Well, I've been drinking Jim. Jim Beam Peach. Jim for, Beam Peach. For a month. For uh for about three weeks now. So <laughs> that was easy. Um, so so, <laughs> so 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 people know today I have in thy big cup Ooh. uh Revolver's Blood and Honey, which is a seven uh, percent ABV beer. Um, but they finish off the fermentation process with blood orange peels in 
Oh, damn, that sounds good. Uh, it is to die for. I I did a review on it. It will come out when this podcast comes out. I will say the exact same thing that I said in there with this is a great summertime beer um is it along the line of like how shandies kind of get that citrus thing going it, or it's not really i mean you get the you get the blood orange uh scent you get the blood orange flavor but the thing about blood oranges is that they're not sweet oh okay um so it it's more of a savory thing but it's super light the citrus added to it somehow just makes 95 degree weather feel like it's nothing <laughs> um I, yeah i love it and i i'm of course doing it with a shot chaser of jim beam peach because <laughs> why not <laughs> why wouldn't you Peach, peach, and orange. I mean, oh yeah, okay. No, well, uh, d- there's a story with the peach though. Um, and we'll we'll get to what you're drinking here in a second. Okay. Um, the story with the peach is that when when I lived in Rhode Island, I lived in uh, Woonsocket. There was a bar that I went to every week. It was called the Bullseye, the Bullseye Tap. It was in Pawtucket. And, uh, I was part of a, part of a pool league there. I, I hung I out played, with a bunch I have not of played pool in years. Holy cow. <laughs> I, I, I hung out with a bunch of people. One of the guys that I hung out with, his name was Eddie big Ed. And, uh, he was, his ex-wife was actually best friends with Kristen. <laughs> uh, and we all hung out at the same bar. It, it, it was it was just a, a local little bar. Well, Eddie used to used to do a, a beer and a shot of peach schnapps. And the asshole got me hooked on it. <laughs> I mean, I, I loved him. He, he, he died about 10 years ago, but, uh, uh, he, he was, he was a very interesting man. And, and, even while I was here in Texas, if I had peach schnapps, beer and schnapps <laughs> in honor of him. Uh, anyway, so what do you have uh, I'm, to I'm suck down? Finishing off the double barrel or double oaked. Um, oh, God, I can't remember what the, the, the double oaked bourbon. Um, this is the last glass of it. And then. I am switching to Bullet Rye. Love it. Oh, I had it the first time. I think I was talking about it last time we were on here, and I had it at uh, had it uh, uh, Bubba's. And uh, holy cow, is that stuff good? I, th- I have not found a Bullet product that I did not like yet. Yeah, it's just just outstanding. The, the Bullet Rye is phenomenal. The Bullet Bourbon is phenomenal. Uh I, I I don't complain about any of them. Nope. Not in the least. Great, great brand of, uh, it's a great distillery. I would love to go visit that distillery. Um, and, and that may happen. Well, it won't happen this year, not with gas prices at $6 a gallon. 
they're not quite that bad here. They're only they're just peaking over four at the moment. We've peaked over four, but we're not at six here yet. Um, we're I, not California. I know that that uh, one of uh, one of the the people that I work with, uh, her husband works for Exxon Mobil. And he basically said, be prepared for $6 a gallon by the middle of summer. Jesus. Um, he, he was like, there's, there's no way, even if we ramp up, uh, ramp up production now, it'll take three months for the ramped up production to, to make it into, into our pockets. So oh, goody. I, 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 I I think we're kind of screwed for a second. It's all good, though. Instead of, got... saying, instead of saying thanks, Obama, we should start saying thanks, Putin, right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Obama. Obama. What did Obama have to do with this? No, I just that was that was a thing back in the day. I was always, oh, thanks, Obama. Anytime anything went wrong, that's it should be now. Thanks, Putin, for everything that goes wrong. The one ring made out of titanium? Yes. Very nice. Yes, I decided uh, uh, that that I needed some jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually found another site that you can get actual gold rings um, made with elven script written on it you get to choose what, it, what says. it says. Oh, I was so excited about that. <laughs> so yours get... doesn't actually say the stuff about the one ring. It says something bad about your wife, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the bitch think this is about her. Boy, is she wrong. <laughs> <laughs> now, you, you see, I have like four different rings and it's, it's one for each X. That I've <laughs> F this hoe, F this hoe. <laughs> oh, uh, all right. Um, so what's been, uh, wait, what's up with the hat? What's up with the hat? I always put something different in the background for you to notice. And sometimes you do, and sometimes you don't. That is a incredibly old hat. That's an actual beaver pelt, probably from the 40s or 50s. It needs redone on the inside. It's just, it's my old fedora I used to wear all through high school and yeah, kind of as a college and college. And yep, yep. The vintage period piece. Ooh, doggy. Uh, yeah, okay. So, what'd you do this past week? You notice I didn't call you all this week. I know. You texted me like once or twice, and that was about it. And usually it's like, Hey, you okay? You all right? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine, Scott. Why? <laughs> you haven't texted. It's like having I, a girlfriend. I, 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 I get to, I, I get to worrying <laughs> a little bit about you. That's I mean, crazy. what? <laughs> I, 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 I mean, when we first started this, you were you were texting me like every day. Yeah, and, then you went for like two or three days without responding. I'm like, oh, okay, he's busy. I'll just quit bugging him. And then all of a sudden, I was like, you okay? Oh, you, you, you okay? 
<laughs> Don't you love me anymore? <laughs> what ha what happened? <laughs> I I'm I'm so lonely now. <laughs> oh man! No, uh, so I, I, you know what? I haven't done I don't, I, not much this week. I mean, work's been it's tough as usual uh trying to get people to buy cars we don't have and yeah it's just it's a nightmare out there but um I'm doing okay this month uh did that screen door but that was last week and no not much going on uh i put uh i put new drops on 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 my thing and i'm i'm scared because there's ones on here that i don't know what they are <laughs> Johnny, what do you make out of this? This? Well, I could make caps, or a brooch, a pterodactyl. You um. <laughs> a big, pretty white plane with curtains in the windows, and it looks like a big Tylenol. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Classic. Uh, what else do I have here? I have... Uh, Ah, <laughs> uh, where where are you? Where are you? Bueller, <laughs> Bueller. I believe Bueller. I believe that is my wife's ringtone for me. No, no, no. I'm sorry. It's it's um it's Cameron going. Ferris Bueller, you're you're my, my hero. hero. <laughs> That's her freaking ringtone. On her phone for me. It's like I picked the wrong week to quit smoking. Looks like I picked the wrong week to quit sniffing blue. Looks like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamines. <laughs> you know what those things can do? Suck the paint off your house and give your family a permanent orange afro. <laughs> wow. I can't even place where that one's from. What is that? Um, Spies Like Us. Oh, God, I haven't seen that in forever. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I've had a, I've had a, been a busy week. Yes, it's true. This man has no dick. <laughs> I've got some hookers in my room. What do you say we go celebrate? My treat. No, thanks. I, I think I'll just stick with the scarf here, but thank you, though. Suit yourself, queer. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. That was, um, that was dodgeball, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Take yourself. Uh, <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm a reasonable guy, but I've just oh, yeah. experienced some very unreasonable things. <laughs> That's his whole character in that movie right there. <laughs> um I I I told you I am in the hunt for some people to um come in and what I, I want to do is I, I will moderate it, but I want to have a contest of, uh, remember me telling you about the cell phone thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we download an app, you do the thing, we hit the phone to answer. Yeah. I'm game, man. I, I, I'm game for it. Um, I, 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 can, I can load 48 clips Ooh. into this into this bad boy unless i pay another four hundred dollars then i can load something like 356 <laughs> um 
but I am so thinking that we need to do we need to do game night. Uh, I I still think that we need to do. I still think we need to do your kid night. Um, and when I say your kids, I mean, I mean your kids. Oh, my two daughters. Yeah, we have them in on game night. Yeah, but I well, we could have them in on game night as well. But what I was actually thinking about with them was music night. They're better at the more modern music than I am, although they're actually well, pretty good at older music. You'd be surprised. Well, what what we had discussed before was doing a show and having them react to older music that they haven't heard before. It's going to be tough. I've exposed them to a lot of older stuff, especially because half the music they listen to today is either remakes or lifts or samples from original stuff and i i would love i love like they'd be listening to something i'd be like oh here's the song that comes from they're like oh my god that is that song and, yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I, I i still want to do a show like that um they can do that too it's just figuring uh, well i i guess that that comes down to you talking to your kids uh because i i don't talk to your kids <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, the one works and goes to school, and the other one is up in Toledo going to school. Though after May, I don't know when she's going back. She's graduating in May, but then she's going to go back for her PhD or another two and a half years, something like that, in physical therapy. So I don't know how much time she has off. Plus, she's got a job up in Toledo at a hospital. Oh. I don't know. We'll find out. I'm sure she's going to have some time off. All you have to do is tell her. Um, I'm going to need you to go ahead and come in tomorrow. So if you could be here around nine, that would be great. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, and I almost forgot. Um, I'm also going to need you to go ahead and come in on Sunday too. Okay. We uh, lost some people this week, and uh, we need to sort of play catch-up. Thanks. I'd love the <laughs> fact that you can hear the lady answering the phone in the background. <laughs> well, what was her line? Acquisitions? Please hold. <laughs> no, it wasn't acquisition. It was something like that. It was something. In attack, wasn't it? Yeah, but it was she was she was always answering for a specific department. Um uh, I forget. Yeah. I forget, but you can hear uh, her I'm, in the background. I'm a people person. I deal with people. <laughs> I'm good with people. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm a reasonable guy, but I've just experienced some very unreasonable things. <laughs> best line in that whole movie oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> relax everyone i'm here oh that one's good too <laughs> that one's good too uh anyways uh, uh where are we at on time here um i forgot to reset my timer no uh, dope what the hell doesn't Zoom have like a timer on it or something? Or 
Yes, but I forgot to reset it. Um, um, remember, you you and I had talked for uh, a few minutes prior. Yes. Uh, where, 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 where? It doesn't say. It, I don't even know where I would have to go to stop that or change Seven. it. Seven. <laughs> That's it? Just Seven. Just, just seven. Just seven. It works. Yeah, it works. Ah, anyways. Hey, everyone. Uh, I think we're about to take a break here. Yes. Yes, we are. And when we come back, we have Tom Fullery with Burke. Going to be fun. Tom, Tom, for, Tom, Tom Fullery. Tom, Tom Fullery. <laughs> You'll be able to say that in two hours from now. <laughs> And now we dance. Uh, and now we dance. Ula <laughs> dance. You like to touch my ball. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. And I wonder how much money I'm gonna have to pay for all this. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm I'm all about it, my friend. I'm all about it. Oh sure. Hey, we we've we've got a kick butt show for you today, everyone. Um, actually, Burke does. I I get to sit and listen, right? Well, you can chime in. I don't want to be solo on this venture, but uh, yeah, it's uh. I'm going to talk about something and something else, and then you're going to talk about something and something else. And... Ooh, okay. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to introduce to you Burke Davis, the king of nothing. I, I rule all I see. <laughs> Already then. I, uh, Scott tasked me with going, yeah, just, two random things, whatever you want to talk about. And he says, I'm going to talk about sailboats and motorboats. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, and I thought, and I thought, and I thought, I was like, what do I, what have I done? What do I do? I was like, I've, I've built a, a couple of my own home computers and I get the feeling that a lot of people out there are really scared of, of maybe diving into that. And so I wanted to kind of talk about it or talk you through it or whatever so my topic today is how to build your own home computer 
don't get your parts from new egg we'll get to that it's in there trust me um and out of curiosity scott have you ever built a home computer from scratch i um I've been building computers since I was 16 years old. All right. So you, you will have some insight into this. So first off, don't be intimidated. It's, it is a big undertaking. Take it in little chunks. Okay. All builders started with their very first build. All right. Terry Crews, uh, actor. He, this guy had zero, and I mean zero knowledge of computers, but his kid wanted a computer for gaming. And so he took to YouTube and went on to different forums, gained some knowledge and did a little bit of research. And then he and his kid together built two computers so that he and his kid could game together. So if Terry Crews can do it, anybody can do it. If I can do it, Scott can do it. Anybody can do it. it it's it just, it it's it's all about, and here's topic number two, research. Research is probably, yes, thank you. I can't see what I'm talking about anymore. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, there it is. Okay, I got it. So research is 95% of building a computer. The actual putting it together, it, it, it's a lot like if you've ever uh, done drywall or woodworking or stuff like that. It's all in the prep. Um, but don't panic about research there's so many articles and forums and youtube channels and everything and it gets a little overwhelming but just just you know concentrate and stuff um and for this build i'm only talking about the box i'm not going to talk about keyboards or screens or peripherals and just just the box itself okay um the first question you gotta ask yourself is how am i going to use it um is this going to be a general home use computer is it going to be for gaming? Is it going to be for heavy duty gaming? Is it going to be for streaming, editing? This is going to be the base that you start with. Once you know your, your primary purpose, then you can start researching into those particular areas to see what you're going to need. The next thing is going to be budget. This stuff, it, it, you, can, you can build a good computer for as little as 300 bucks. You can look up a YouTube video on how to build a computer for $300. And it will work. It will be fine. Not at everything, but it'll be fine. Uh, at the top end, dude, the sky's a limit. I mean, if you wanted to 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 run five different editing studios, right? Yeah, you can go five, ten grand building a computer if you want. If you want it to look pretty, it gets even worse from there. But I mean, like home use computers, they're definitely going to be the cheaper build. They just need to do a few things. Okay gaming systems can get up there um and we'll talk about why that happens a little bit later here but set a budget for yourself um i i can't even remember my first budget it, it was probably less than a thousand dollars and i probably went a little bit over and we'll also talk about tweaking your monies in there after a little bit too so uh, be prepared to be a little flexible uh maybe a little bit more money maybe ease back on the type of process or amount of memory stuff like that so first off uh the cpu the central processing unit the brain of the computer this is going to be the heart of it all you got to start here because this is going to kind of denote what the rest of the computer build goes into you got two major players out there you got intel and you got amd uh, they're both good chips. Uh, you got tons of different speeds to choose from. You got 
tons of different, you know, how many cores does it have? How much onboard memory does it have? Um, the, the major use of your computer might play a part into what chip is best for you. Um, editing uses a lot of cores. So you may want to look at a chip that has a lot of cores. Uh, gaming doesn't. Gaming really only needs like one, maybe two. If you're running, you know, Discord in the corner or something like that, you, you might only need a two or four core very fast chip and have excellent gaming stuff on there. Um, do some, you know, do some internet researches for Intel versus AMD plus the main interest that you want to, to see used. Uh, sometimes Intel has the best prices for your needs and sometimes it's AMD. And totally ignore the purists. There are people out there that are nothing but AMD. AMD's a bug. And there's people out there that Intel is just the absolute... Forget about it. it. Whatever works for you and your budget and your system, that's the one that's good. I've had both. I'm running Intel right now. I've had zero problems. I like the chip. You know, AMD was the one previous to that. I love that thing. I like the chip. I, I, it doesn't matter. It's going to matter. Is this particular chip at this price range going to work for you? That's all you got to worry about. So you got any thoughts on uh, AMD versus Intel? I have three computers here. I have two of them running Intel. Uh, the one, the new egg computer is uh, AMD. I prefer the AMD, but I'm not locked down to it. I prefer the AMD because the AMD chips, <laughs> I'm about to talk about something that, 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 I told Burke I was going to talk about this, I, 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 but I'm a computer tinker. Um, the AMD chips are really kind of maxed out. There isn't a lot that you can do to the chip to speed it up. The Intel chips, I can overclock by probably about 20% to speed it up. Now, yes, that creates more heat, but... I can get more speed out of an Intel chip. Yeah. I prefer the AMD chip because of the fact that the it's it's no nonsense. Yeah, they're already maxed out. You're not gonna have any heat issues. Um, and for life of me, I can't remember at the moment. I wanna say Intel's take slightly less power than most AMDs, but I could be wrong because it changes. Well, every the, six months, every six months it changes. You know, but, for six months, AMD is for the price the best thing you can buy and then six months later intel changes the game and then six months later it's just this leapfrog the ryzen 7 i do believe is a six core chip and it runs hotter than than the intel version of this chip up until you overclock the intel chip right once once you overclock the intel chip its temperature spikes dramatically yeah and is right at about the same same as the ryzen chips i love the ryzen chips because of the fact that you're not having to screw around with different motherboards they all take the same seat mm. um if you remember but that, they may but they may not all be compatible with all the chips i mean that's it's it's a weird once again, you, it's research is going to, you know, it's a, it's a six. I mean, I haven't found a motherboard yet. 
that have if it's an AMD motherboard, I haven't found one yet that won't take any of the Ryzen chips. Just got what update the BIOS probably to accept the new stuff. That's about it. Okay. So anyway, and then maybe that's a little too esoteric for your first build or whatever. You know, you once again research. You know, but just as a basic kind of you want to build your first computer and do whatever you want. So see once um, some level yeah, yeah, yeah. so size matters when it comes to computers how much physical area do you have to fit your computer box so you got to measure out and go okay i've got i got a big ass computer desk here i can i have a fairly large case for my computer and stuff but you may not have a ton of space you might have a small apartment whatever so there are three basic form factors of motherboards there's ATX, there's micro ATX, and then there's mini ATX. And I don't know why mini is smaller than micro. You should, it should be the other way around. They probably, they probably only had ATX and micro, and then they had another. They were like, oh, we got to make it smaller. We're going to call it uh, mini. Um, that'll, uh, th then the size of your motherboard is going to translate into how big of a case that you need. Um, so, so after you have picked out which brand of CPU... Uh uh, unless you go with the large ATX box, then it fits anything. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, it's like, I have an ATX board and I, and I have a big, big case for it and everything. But, you know, if you don't have a lot of room, look at micro, you know, you can, you can fit still everything you need to in a micro ATX box with a micro, micro ATX board and have it do everything you want it to. Um, so now that you know what brand of CPU, it's time to look at the motherboards. And there's a ton oh. of manufacturers, and each manufacturer has got a ton of different ones to choose from. Uh, some of the best brands, and, and I'm not promoting anything, but some of the best brands out there, uh, Asus is a very good brand. Gigabyte is a good brand. MSI is a good brand. AS Rock has actually come up and is a good brand. Yes, Scott, you want to say something? That would be MSI is the best. But go okay, ahead. Okay, once again, fuck purists and get what works for you. Uh, Biostar, EVGA, and Colorful. They're all good brands. Um, you just got to kind of, you know. I've had Asus. Uh, the computer yeah. that I'm running right now is an Asus. I've had Ace. I've had Gigabyte. I've had Asus. I'm currently running an AS Rock, which you know people are telling me, "Oh, they're fucking junk." And I, it's fine. It worked great. Which so, one do you, you know, have? AS Rock. Never heard of it. Well, I mean, look them up. They're actually they've they've come up. They're kind of like the the Hyundai of of motherboards. You know, they've they've gotten <laughs> way 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 better in the past couple of years. Um, I yeah. Um, I have enjoyed. Uh, my Asus, my ATI was nice. Mm -hmm. um, Gigabytes my, are pretty bulletproof. I mean, they're they're yeah they're, for a long, long time they were the gold standard. I I tell people this all the time. If you're gonna build a computer, while the CPU is important, the motherboard is key. Yeah, you if, get there's there's things about throughput and how much data it can how many PCI ports. Yeah, you know, so. uh, like the computers that I build do video, 
uh, do a lot of video, we a lot of camera inputs, stuff like that. I need more than one PCI port. Yep. So anyway, we're going to leave off. I can't see. All right. So when searching for a motherboard, once again, search, you're going to have to search for an Intel motherboard or an AMD motherboard because AMD chips and, AM, and Intel chips, you can't switch them. It just doesn't work. There's there's specific slots for each of those. Um, so you're looking for an Intel or an AMD, the size factor. Once again, you got to do some more research as to what motherboards are good for the application that you want to use it for. Um, you have to pay attention to how many slots there are for RAM, for instance. Two is okay. Uh, four or more is better, generally speaking. Then we'll get into RAM a little bit later on. Um, this is another place where you can go basic and cheap or hog wild. I mean, there's some incredibly expensive motherboards out there. Um, do you think you want to use Bluetooth earbuds? You can get a motherboard with built-in Bluetooth. Uh, if you don't want to plug your computer into a wire to get the internet, you can do built-in Wi-Fi. Not my favorite, but whatever. Um, so once you decide which isn't, motherboard, isn't that what PCI ports are for? What? Adding oh yeah, in? you can add you can add uh, Bluetooth or Wi-Fi to a, an existing motherboard, but now they're building it already in motherboards, so you don't have to use up your PCI slots or anything like that. It's just there and it just works. Um, so once you decide on which brand and type of motherboard, I, I suggest you go to the manufacturer's website and look up what brand and speed of RAM that they recommend. Because sometimes some computers don't like certain brands. It's not common but you know sometimes they just like yeah we don't like this ram. whatever but we'll get into ram later um how pretty do you want it uh, when it comes to the cases you can get a plain little black box or you can get them with glass doors on the sides or ones with fans that run led lights that go in all colors of the rainbow that you can program and beyond that um some of your better case makers are msi Cooler Master, NZXT, Corsair, and Thermal Take. Um, if you're doing gaming or editing, you really have to think about airflow. Gaming and editing computers run hotter than normal. You really want to make sure you get enough um, um, spots in the box for fans, things like that. A hot computer is not a happy computer. Um, you got to make sure you have at least two bays for fans. I think I've got like seven or eight on my box. Um, but we'll talk about fans a little bit later on. Okay. Now we got a big one. The GPU. Uh, well, yes, please. Uh, my biggest thing about boxes. Uh, I, I like thermal take a lot. Um, I, I think like I have a MSI. cooler master right now, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. It, it's it's a great box, and and the thermal take box you can actually get liquid cooled, uh, built into the box, so that nice. you don't have to worry about routing all that. My last. Yep. And I, we will get into we'll get into liquid cooling also later on <laughs> i have great stories 
Alrighty, so now here's a here's a big one. All right, the GPU graphical what is GPU graph graphical processing unit? Yes. Okay. Or Graf video cards. It's just graphics. Graphics, graphics process processing unit. There you go. Or video cards, as most people refer to them. Um, you can. I don't even. I, I I'm about to mute my microphone because I'm gonna scream here in a second. Okay. But go ahead. If you're building a general purpose box and you're just going to get on YouTube occasionally, stuff like that, a lot of these chips and motherboards have built-in graphics. You don't have to buy a video card. Mm -hmm. And that's going to save you a ton of money. But for everything that we do, oh, I just heard the twang from your springs right there. <laughs> <laughs> for everything that we do, gaming, streaming, editing, casting we've got to have a video card um and i hate to say it it's going to be the single basic biggest expense of your build never uh, used to be no uh but it's also the biggest in terms of performance i mean it's like it's like you could take a, a crappy civic and if you put a dedicated set of race tires on that car you can corner the shit out of anybody you could outrun people because you could take all the corners as fast as you want. It, it's, it's, it's scary how much performance you get from a video card. Um, unfortunately, GPU sky prices have skyrocketed since crypto miners, they can go fuck themselves. I use them to farm currency. I don't know how that fucking works. And I'm too afraid to ask at this point in time. Well, it, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't care. I know they do it. I know they steal all the electricity, I, whatever. So uh, research the best video card for your computer use. Well, once again, yeah, if it's YouTube, go small. If it's gaming, go as big as you possibly can within your budget. Radeon 6500 is my favorite GPU right now. It's about $650. Um, but well, the, the first one that I bought was $225. Thank you, crypto well, bastards. The, I've got an AMD in my rig right now, and I forget what it is. I'd have to look it up. But two years ago, I think it cost $300-ish. The very same card, now two years later, after they've introduced a ton more cards, is $500 fucking dollars. I've got a 3200 in this in in my laptop here, and and that's not a lot. But for me to upgrade it in my laptop is going to be 700 bucks. The laptop stuff always costs more because it's so tiny. But anyway, we're not going to talk about laptops today. We're just talking about boxes. So, um, there. Let's see. Some of the best manufacturers out there are Nvidia, AMD. Asus, Intel, EVGA, Gigabyte, Sapphire, and Zotac. Those are the, the, the big ones there. And then there's two major forms. There's an AGP card and a PCI Express. The PCI Express is a little bit newer standard. And it's supposed to be a little bit faster and a little bit better. But make sure that your motherboard and GPU will fit together because not every motherboard you're going to look at is going to have a PCI Express slot. They'll almost all of them have AGP. 
So if you want to get a little bit newer, nicer stuff, make sure the motherboard is going to support that, has a slot for it. Um, once you decide on which video card, you need to see how much power that it requires. Some of these don't need a ton of power if they're small video cards. If you get the really large bad boys, they're going to need all the power in the universe. Um, this will also be important when we talk about the power supply. Alrighty, damn it, Scotty, I need more power. The power supply is also very important. There's several power supply sellers that have calculators online give you a rough estimate of what your system power needs. You just plug in, I got this board, I got this GPU, I got this blah, blah, blah. And it punts on and goes, you need at least this many watts and blah, blah, blah. Um, you also need to check that the computer case you're looking at will fit the power supply box. Most of them are pretty standardized. Most of the power supplies are, you know, whatever size they are, and they most of them fit in anything, but you just got to make sure. There are different standards to power supplies. Yeah. And, and don't worry too much about this. You, you got bronze, you got silver, you got gold, you got platinum. They refer to the efficiency, not the quality. A bronze, a good bronze level box might be better than a more expensive platinum box just because it's a better manufacturer. It just won't be quite as efficient. I got a bronze. It's never let me down. Um, some of the best manufacturers out there for these guys are Corsair, EVGA, Thermaltake, Be Quiet, which I'd never heard of before, uh, and Cooler Master. Now, a lot of these power supplies have... All in the, they'll have a ton of cables that go to all the different pieces inside the computer and power them up. But some of them, you can plug in the wires. It's just a box and a bunch of outlets, and they give you all these wires. So you can only plug in the wires that you need. And we'll talk about wiring computers once again a little bit later on. But I kind of like the, okay, I need these six wires and I can leave these four wires in a box somewhere else and it's uncluttered and whatever. So I, I, I kind of dig them. That's just a personal thing for me. Scott's just sitting there like. <laughs> well, okay. My thing about power supplies is, is don't believe everything that they tell you. Um, this is a, a huge warning. Uh, I bought a, 760 watt power supply the one time and it didn't have the correct cables for the motherboard uh it had individual cables for all of the usb stuff so i had to actually do one pin at a time which Ooh. absolutely sucked do not believe everything that you read the cheapest is not always the best the most expensive is not always the best. It's you got to do research when it comes to the power supply. And, and the last power supply that I got the 740 watt, I was pissed off because I was only registering 450 Watts. Oh, that's hurtful. Yeah. Go with a reputable power. Your power yeah. supply is the only thing that saves your computer computer from blowing up <laughs> other than you know water cooling but we'll get into that later once again too <laughs> all right it's time for ram and speed ram ram is random access memory not the album from daft punk more ram 
is usually better and faster is sometimes better. There's also something called latency. That's also a factor of performance. You could have high speed, low latency. That's the best combination. It's also usually the most expensive combination. Uh, once again, I go to your motherboard website for recommendations. Um, and some of these motherboards will only take so much speed. Like you might only get a motherboard that, you know, the max that you can go on speed on RAM is 2,800 or 36 audio. So just, you know, go back to your motherboard stuff. And this is all about 95% of this is research. So just, you know, it, it and, and when you start changing stuff, that's when it really sucks. And you go back and re-research stuff. But anyway, um, another consideration is how many sticks of RAM to use. You, you can buy one stick of RAM. I made that mistake on my second to last <laughs> computer. There are a lot of motherboards that you have to have two sticks. Of RAM. I wanted six. What did I want? Eight gigs of RAM. I think three computers ago, whatever. I got one stick of eight gigabyte RAM and the freaking computer would not pop up. And I had to go to my buddy. I'm like, the fuck am I doing wrong? He's like, don't you have two sticks? I'm like, no. Now he had this really, like, really cheap home built unit that was just a youtube looking thing it had two sticks of ram but it could accept one so he just traded me and so i put the two sticks in boom it fired up instantly and and life was really really good at that point in time. <laughs> I, he probably got faster ram but i didn't care i got a working computer i didn't care so um uh revenue consider having say so in general if you get four separate sticks of ram that total 16 gigabytes versus two sticks of RAM that equal 16 gigabytes, the four sticks will be faster and better. I'm not sure why that works. It just, that's the way computers work. It's magic, it's juju. Some of the better brands of, of uh, memory, RAM, uh, Corsair, G-Skill, Kingston, and A-Data are, are some of your, your big hitters there. I do not lock down to one. I've used Corsair and Kingston, mm -hmm. and uh, I will tell you, they are both rocking. I, I've used G-Skill, um, never had any issues whatsoever. Um, I will say this. I run 16, 16 gig on this computer, and it's not enough. Well, that that is a consideration. And once again, this all comes to what your budget is. I have always, always, always over rammed my computers for as long as I've been building computers. I have put four to six times more RAM than what people were using at that point in time. And people thought I was insane. And what it did is it made my computer last longer. It was able to do the stuff that I wanted to do for a longer period of time because it had such shit tons of RAM. Cause all of a sudden like games start taking more RAM windows, start taking more, everything on your computers little by little start eating up more Chrome for fuck's sake, eats your RAM up. Like there's no tomorrow. And that's the biggest browser out there pretty much. So if you can go more, Go more is my recommendation on RAM. Um, I, I I am I am right there with you. You are better off with a computer having more RAM than having more processor. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, the RAM is everything in speed. 
So RAM is now comes in gigabytes. It <laughs> didn't it used to come in megabytes. Yeah, now it comes in gigabytes. Meg? I have oh, yeah. eight, eight megabytes of RAM. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, back then when eight was big, I had 32 and people thought I was high. Anyway, um, in today's usage right now, four gigabytes is not enough for much. Like a Chromebook might run okay, but yeah, four is not enough. 16 is good. 32 gig right now is best if you can afford it. And at past that, you really have to check with the motherboard manufacturer. Again, some motherboards don't go any bigger than 32 gigs. So you may want to look at that when you're looking at motherboards. If you want to expand. MSI has a great motherboard that goes up to 64. Nice. Uh, some of them go to 128, which that seems like overkill, but eventually it won't be. So anyway, hard drives. That's what she said. This is the permanent memory for programs, musics, pictures. It's measured in megabytes or terabytes. Um, 1,000 megabyte drive is a one terabyte drive. So there's a bunch uh, three, of madness around here. <laughs> the three basic types of hard drives are HDD, which is your normal everyday hard drive, SSDs and NVMEs. Yes, and I have all three. <laughs> you go to NVME? I'm jealous. I have an NVME in Whoa. my laptop. All right, so HDDs are the old platter style disks. They literally have a metal platter, a little arm that goes across them, reads the stuff. They're slow, they're loud, they do tend to fail eventually. So SSD is solid state. And let me tell you, man, when I upgraded my this computer to a solid state drive, holy shit. I went from, I turn my computer on and wait, I don't know, um, 30 seconds to a minute and a half for everything to load up. And I, I put this solid state drive in there, four seconds. I turn my computer on, four seconds later, I can start doing whatever I want to do. I like this got to be a fluke. I turned it off. I turn it back on again. Four seconds later, I can do anything I want to do. It was, it was just mind blowing. And that's another, like if you have an old laptop, it is one of the biggest things you can do to an old laptop. Put a solid state drive in an old laptop. Holy cow. All of a sudden that thing screams. It's awesome. Cause it's going to access everything just instantly. Um, they were super expensive when they first came out and I could only afford like a 250 gig for my computer. It filled up. I, I kept my old style hard drive in the back for like my music and my pictures and stuff like that. And, and by the way, you can mix and match drives in a computer and we will talk about that later, but yeah, my main drive. And then I just ran out of room. So then I, but the prices had come down in the meantime and I got a terabyte solid state drive for my computer and it's just it's it's flipping awesome dude i'm telling you i'm i'm telling you the ssds have game changed the world i mean and and the thing is is that they're so much more reliable efficient quick yeah they're 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 bloody but, amazing uh during the pandemic i i started a business that scans photos for rich people uh <laughs> all right then i charge like a thousand dollars for a thousand photos um but uh the the i i started with hard disk uh portable hard disk drives 
which were the old-fashioned HDDs. I switched over to the SSDs for the simple fact that I had too many of the hard drives crashing yeah. and losing all of the information. I have not had, over the two years that I have run this business, one SSD hard drive fail. Nice. Alrighty then. La 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 la. Solid state drive. NVMe is a type of a solid state drive, but it attaches directly to the to motherboard. motherboard. Oh God! Yes. And it's so tiny and cute and everything. But it like it's like almost uh, integrated into the motherboard. It's even faster than a solid state drive is. Basically, it's the fastest on the market, but it's also very expensive. Check your motherboard once again if it accepts the NVMe form. Uh, it's also it's also thing. It is also worth mentioning that if you're not limited to buying just you're not limited to buying just one hard drive. Like, like I said, in my computer, I've got my solid state drive as my main drive. It has my Windows, it has my games, the stuff that I use a lot. But if I have a ton of music or pictures, or I keep it on my old platter hard drive because it's cheap. It still runs. It's fine. So if you, you know, if you can, you can buy a smaller solid state drive and have a large old school drive. That's going to cost pennies. <laughs> so you can do, you can go that way. <clears throat> yeah. I have the uh, NVMe in this, in my laptop here, one terabyte NVMe. Ooh. It Get a little computer chubby over here. Yes, it's, it was expensive. But I start up my computer. 10 seconds, everything. Everything's working. And you got probably 20 times the amount of shit loading up that I do. I mean, I got three, four programs that load up max. Yeah. I, I mean, all of the video stuff that loads up in mine. Yeah. yeah 10 seconds is that's bloody amazing um and whether you get the performance you want uh it'll depend on where you save your files uh, a common configuration for pcs that render videos for instance is to use the faster drive like an ssd to run the actual video rendering software camatiza adobe premiere whatever and then you transfer all that finished product to a cheaper larger larger SATA drive and SATA is the form factor of the old plate drives. Um, typically a 500 megabyte to one terabyte hard drive <laughs> should work for most people. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. I love the fact that you just said that the SATA is the old style when I'm still, I, I when I started, yeah. I was using the IDE cable. Yeah, I know. Yeah how times have changed but anyway <laughs> yeah if you can go one terabyte on a on a drive that's going to be probably more than you need but yeah 500 to one and you should be fine okay so we are going to talk about some fans and cpu cooling okay most of your central processing unit your little brain your intel your amd are they're going to ship with a fan cooler as part of the whole thing uh, but if you want, you can get a bigger one or mm -hmm. you can use water cooling. Mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. Um, Some companies actually sell a closed loop water cooler that's already Mm -hmm. attached to fans that mount in either the top of your box or the back of your box. Once again, if you're going to go that route, make sure your box will accept that. But um, yeah, you, you can use them for both the CPU and your video card. There are actually, you can like disassemble some of your video card and put water coolers on the video card to boot. Cause you can also overclock video cards, which I've never played with overclocking. I just, don't need to at this point in my life. Um, or you can plumb your own water cool. That one, yes. I wouldn't. Yes, that one scares can. the hell out of me. You can't. You can. I don't recommend it unless you're really good at plumbing. <laughs> Just be careful because computers don't like water pouring on them. It's the weirdest thing. I don't. I don't get it. You would think so. You would think water pouring over the computer would cool it down, and it would love it. But no, the electrons just hate so, it. So you met my dad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Did um, he water cool his own computer? My father had me build every computer he ever had. Mm. The last computer that I went and built for him was water-cooled. <laughs> I built it here in Texas. I shipped it to Las Vegas. He plugged it in and he said, instantly there was a blue film of liquid all over the glass. Apparently, (laughs) apparently the (laughs) the connection uh, okay, they, these have like these micro connect or the system that I used to have these micro connections that you screw in, but they're all they're all reverse thread. Oh, geez. So, yeah, you might have not reversed one of the threads. Hmm. Maybe I, th- I think Dad paid four thousand dollars for all the parts for that. Ah. Which essentially means that Scott paid four thousand dollars for new parts. Uh, so <laughs> because there was nothing left. <laughs> Is he sent me the computer back, and the entire motherboard had rusted by the time it got back to me, and that was only like four days. Uh, I was like, "Oh, this is awesome." This is great. I don't do liquid cooling anymore. That, that's why the closed loop, thing, you know, coolers you can buy. I, I might consider. Typically, fan based, air based stuff is gonna be fine. So if it's your first build, stick with fans. I, you know, if you're running with an AMD chip, you don't need to worry about it. You can't overclock it to over temp. The Intel chips, if people get the gumption and they believe that they're smarter than the the computer, like like I believe all the time, you're going to run into that problem every so often. Yeah. Um, The Intel chip. and, And typically a bigger fan for your CPU will generally cure that. Well, we. 
we you said that you were going to go into cooling fans and stuff like that. Yes. Is, is that where we're at right now? Yeah, we're, we're we are uh, we're going to talk about case fans next. Oh, okay. I'll wait for that because okay, that's where I do the majority of my cooling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, case fans, and this is just general airflow through the entire box. Um, the fan sizes they're measured in millimeters. Uh, popular sizes are 120 millimeters, but they range from anywhere from 80 to 200 millimeters and even bigger than that. I've, I've seen, I saw one box years ago, the entire side of the box was one huge fan. It was bigger than some of the fans yeah. I have in my room, I, but it was nice because they could run at a low RPM Yeah, and suck all the air out of the computer. It was great. Now you, you, you kind of go, the more airflow, the more dust is going to collect in there and the more often you got to get in there with a with a, a nice you know small vacuum thing or whatever or yeah. blow it out with air or whatever but yeah but generally speaking more cooling is better you know i i'm i'm a huge fan of finding a box with a lot of airflow ports yeah uh i use i use the msi boxes most of the time mainly because I can put two fans in the front, two fans in the rear, plus fans on the side. Yep. And actually, I, I think mine has a 120 millimeter fan on the top also, which is yeah. kind of nice because it's like kind of centered over where the CPU is anyway. And some of them even have like this funnel looking thing that's going to fit right close to where the CPU is and suck out all the hot air. Yes. Right by the CPU. So yeah, there's, there's a million different configurations out there. It is, it is as far as I'm concerned, um, having the air input through the front of the machine and then exit out the rear is it's, a number one. Now, yeah. most of the machines that I buy have a fan in the side glass door. Yeah. Um, and so if you get air flowing out of both those regions, you pull most of the heat out of the computer. Yeah. Now, when it comes to the types of fans, brushless fans are preferred as they throw off a le less electrical noise or interference. Um, but you have to balance the act of noise versus airflow. You could put a ton of fans on a computer, but if it's so bloody loud that you can't hear the game you're playing, it's no good. Um, and then you also got pretty versus plain. I mean, a lot of these fans have got LEDs built right into them and you can turn them all green or red or have them go through the, the whole color of the spectrum on programs and whatever um a lot of the good brands are nokua thermal take cooler master and corsair you notice a lot of these brands keep coming up time and time again they've been doing mm -hmm. this stuff for years i mean cooler master corsair they're big companies they've been doing all this stuff for years um and and yeah it, it, you typically want the front of the computer is where the air goes in the back is where the air goes out I like I had one computer I had a fan on the bottom I had one computer with a fan on the top you got the ones on the sides you know whatever just you kind of want to balance it if you've got and each fan has got an arrow that will show you the direction of the airflow when you turn the fan on just remember to put it in the right direction 
<laughs> I once tried to create a vacuum inside of a computer. It didn't like it. Uh, <laughs> so, anyway, that's it for fans. Although, yeah, we could talk about each of these things for years. But anyway, that's it for fans. Do we need a break? Well, we're there. We're there. We're going to take a ready? break, guys. I, my drink is empty. My bladder's full. We'll be back in just a moment. Before you start, I have yeah. to do something here. <laughs> do you wait? Do you see that? It looks like a chocolate, you know, a tiny chocolate bunny. It's so adorable. You're going to eat it, you motherfucker. Mmm, Mally's chocolate covered <laughs> cal- caramel. Okay. Now, you know, I've been on a biggest loser contest for like two months straight now right so that's just a dick maneuver but wait <laughs> i'm gonna tell you what i had to eat today and it's gonna make that tail ever so slightly in comparison mm-hmm. i had i had a donut today <laughs> can you guess what donut i had mm. The only donut in the whole known universe that can make me break a diet. Oh, it's going to be jelly. Uh... No. No. A Krispy Kreme plain glazed donut warm. Mm. I couldn't mm. help myself. It was only the one. There was one left in the box. I nuked it for a couple seconds. Oh, God. It's just a little slice of heaven. Ah. So uh, good. Okay, where did you get that? Um, somebody had a birthday at work. They brought in some Krispy Kreme glazed donuts, and we got a microwave. So it all because it like, like Krispy Kreme is a Southern thing. No, dude, we've had one up in West Akron for 40, 50 years. No way. Oh God, yeah. Hmm. It was there when I was in high school in the eighties. It was there well before that. They're all over the place, man. Here, I thought I was freaking special for... You are special, Scott. Well... (laughs) (laughs) Rode the short bus for years. (laughs) They told me it was a yellow limo. (laughs) I felt special going up on the elevator. (laughs) All right, now that we've offended most of humanity. (laughs) (laughs) Who, us?
Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Alrighty. Anyway, we were talking about computers, and we're going to get back to talking about building a computer. All right. I think, last but not least, when you're mm-hmm. thinking about all the crap you got to buy for a computer, guess what? Mm. You got to buy a copy of Windows or Linux if you're into that. Damn it. I mean, my dad's into Linux, and that's it's a little more advanced. But, you know, anyway, Windows is probably what you're going to get. Windows 10 or 11 10 is preferred but yeah anyway well you know here 11 is gonna happen yeah but i mean they always seem to skip like you know like every other one's the better one you know but anyway. you know uh, the the thing is is that 2024 is the cutoff date that is when they will quit uh supporting windows 10 that is when scott will change to win I think they're giving free. I think they're giving free updates to eleven. At least on our computers, it works. They are so. giving free updates, but here's what Scott learned when they gave free updates to Windows 10: half his programs quit working. It cost his company a lot of money. Oh my! Almost ten thousand dollars in software. Jesus. What? Well, uh, okay, uh, Vectorworks is four thousand dollars. Okay. Uh, Adobe CS six at the time was two grand. So that's that's your Adobe Photoshop. It's uh, Premiere Pro, all that stuff. Yep, yep. Avid was four thousand dollars at the time. So all of my video editors, all of my audio editors, everything had to be changed. I got hit so hard. Bless you. So moral of the story is whatever you buy, stick to that as long as you can. Actually, Actually, the moral of the story, people, is don't start an entertainment company <laughs> never never be an artist <laughs> if you don't want to pay your rent all right all righty just another copyright infringement there <laughs> we are down to ordering stuff for your computer can you believe it's taken us all this time to get here all right at this point you're going to want to either use a spreadsheet or a legal pad and put down, uh, start with your dream computer. You get a, you, you know, okay, so I want this chip. What's the price? I want this motherboard. What's the price? Just go down the list, build your dream computer first because you may want that. Maybe that's what you want and that's what you're willing to spend. But if you're like most people, you don't got the money to spend Uh-oh. on all that stuff. So, you've already gone way over budget start to trim down some pieces the the video card is gonna be the biggest chunk so you might want to look at some of the little bit lower ones whatever cpu is going to be the next biggest chunk ram is going to be the next biggest chunk blah 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 after you go through all that crap and you have all the pieces picked out start shopping around i have this written down for you scott specifically for you in bold 
uppercase. Avoid Newegg like your life depends upon it. Uh, that's some sage very, wisdom. Very valuable advice. Ten years ago, Newegg was the shit. It was the place to go. It was the bomb. And now, I mean, I'm reading all these articles about people like people are flying out to their headquarters to like talk to the CEO about how effed up all their stuff is. It did something happened. I don't know what, I don't care for now. Don't do it. You can look there for reviews. You can look there to compare prices. Don't order off of new egg. Amazon's actually a pretty I, decent place. I they, will actually put a link to the podcast that we did where I explained everything that happened with <laughs> new egg and and i'm telling you I, I was one of the people that looked online and said no nah, these reviews can't be correct these uh, this shit can't be correct <clears throat> till it happened to me yeah yeah amazon is actually a really good source for a lot of your computer shopping goods you can check out the manufacturer sites uh, sometimes they've got some good deals too um, and then there's other places like Micro Center, Tiger Direct, and Fry's. Is that the one you like? Well, Fry's is gone. Oh, no. Yeah, they're out of business. Ah, that's um, Micro Center is what I'm using now because okay. it's local. It is a little bit more expensive, but they have the stuff in stock. So I don't have yeah. to deal with, with going through the mail and all that stuff. Yeah. Now, I... I I will say, I, I did like Newegg when I. Oh yeah, first back in the day, that was it. the place to go. If you're gonna go online, go to Amazon first. Amazon has had the best prices as far as the GPUs that I've been looking for, but they don't always carry everything. Right. They don't always carry the newest stuff. So, I mean, you got to kind of balance that out. But yeah, Amazon it was my go-to place it, for this last build. When, when you build a computer, you have to be fluid. And, and I know that people get annoyed with me saying, oh, you always have to be fluid. But you do have to be fluid because you're, you're going you're gonna, to, in your mind, build a computer that you love. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to sit back and realize that that's $4,000. So you, then you, then you, over cut budget. It, <laughs> then you cut it down to like a $2,000 computer. Then you find out that there's certain things that aren't available. So you have to be fluid in your decisions. You have to, to go and go. If I can't get the Radeon 6500, well, there's a Radeon 4700 over here. It's $100 cheaper. I don't have to overclock it. I'm yeah. still getting great speeds. I just lose two ports. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. yeah, just be flexible when you're looking at all this stuff. Mm -hmm. When you actually get all that stuff together and you finally go, I'm going to order this, order it. Just do it. Don't even think about it. Once you get it all, just just order it. And then you can actually build it. You get all the boxes in little by little. They all come in. When you actually build a computer, a good, big, flat surface is best. Uh, a kitchen table. Um, lay down cardboard. 
cardboard is actually really great for building computers on. Try not to build it on the carpeted floor. It's not so great. I've done it. But, you know, if you got a big piece of cardboard, lay it down on the carpeted floor at that point. Cardboard is not a good conductor. And you're kind of looking for the no static kind of thing going on. Yeah, that's um, why that's why carpet sucks. Yeah. Uh, some components don't like uh, static electricity and they can be hurt. Uh, if you touch the case a lot to discharge the static electricity uh, or even stand on cardboard while you're doing it, you, you're going to be much better off. Um, and it's at this point, it's pretty much plug and play. I mean, you read the directions for the CPU, and that's really, really important because CPUs only go in one way. They might have a little one of the four edge corners might have a bevel in it, and you got to set the bevel right with the bevel, whatever. Just be super careful with that. Um, a lot of these things, you have to unhook something to open up the actual space to put the CPU in, and that cover goes back down. You clip it back down. Read the directions on the motherboard first then start building the thing okay um it, and then you get to install the ram uh, most boards have got two clips on either end of the little long slot you have to open them up first you put the ram in and sometimes you push the ram down and it closes the clips on top of it sometimes you gotta you know futz with it a little bit don't be too harsh with a motherboard but sometimes a little extra force is necessary it's 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 a weird balancing act you know try try to go easy at first and if it doesn't go reassess and go am i putting this in the right way most ram only goes in one way there's you know there's a little there's a little cutout yeah there's a three quarters yeah there's about three quarters away down the ram there's a little cutout and it only goes in one way so if you're if if you're trying to jam it too much just you know look at it again bright lights help a lot small screwdrivers help a lot um then don't be afraid of magnets actually i've never had any issue using magnetized screw heads and stuff like that i don't have a problem with the magnetized stuff uh my biggest thing that I tell people, and this is from working with uh, moving lights and stuff like that, anti-static. Figure out a way to yep. keep away from the static. Yep. If you could be on a tile floor on a wooden table, you are golden. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, um, don't forget to install the input-output plate on your box. I have done this so many goddamn times. Uh, there's a silvery thing with a bunch of holes that comes with the motherboard that needs to be installed into the case. And it so your motherboard's got all these like, you know, up Ports. Uh, ports for you plug in the speaker in this port you plug in the microphone to this port yeah. so there are all these holes that line up with the motherboards the motherboards yeah have put a that... little io plate put the io plate in the goddamn box so you don't have to you're almost done with the whole build and you realize i don't have an io plate god damn it and you have to take everything out and it sucks it's horrible anyway um install the motherboard into the case uh the case will come with these stands and posts Mm-hmm. And your motherboard's only going to fit one way. All the ports are going to match up with the back of the box and everything. And you, and, and every case and every motherboard, like every screw hole doesn't always line up. If you've got three to four screws that will go into a standoff, usually golden. So don't worry about it. If, if every hole doesn't line up with every post in every box, it, it's okay. Um, 
IO plates, motherboard line them nicely, use the screws, be firm, but not so firm that you crack the motherboard. Yeah, just, you know, tighten and then, you know, a little you know, nudge and you're good. So and that's that's why I like MSI boards, because they have steel inserts in the holes. Oh, nice. So you, you can never break the motherboard. Oh, there's like little clips that pop into the standoff. No, no, no. There's a there's like a a steel. Um, what is that thing? It's like a bushing. Oh, okay, cool. There's a steel bushing in there that that your screw goes through. So your screw's gonna hit that before it hits or makes contact with the plastic. Oh, nice. Okay. Alrighty then. Uh, time to install the case fans uh, if they aren't already part of the case. You can buy boxes with fans already built in. I'm not big fans of those fan setups, but whatever. I like buying my own fans and whatever. Um, watch for the fan direction. We talked about it earlier. Um, you generally want the fans in the front to dryer in, back and sides, blah, blah, blah. And then you get to install the CPU cooler. Some people will, ins- yeah, some people will install the CPU cooler before they put it in the box. I'm a little bit bigger fan of putting the motherboard in and then putting the CPU cooler in at that point in time. Okay, but before you go any further, Mm -hmm. uh, let's go back to the fans in the box. Uh, You install the fans in the front. I tell people this all the time. Go to Joanne Fabrics, any place like that. Find the thinnest piece of fabric that you can find and attach it inside your case, or not inside of your case, but outside of the case where the vent holes are. Oh. Um, this reduces the amount of dust getting inside of your box. We, we always say that you have to go inside and clean it out and all that stuff. Yeah. But if you have two fans in the front, two fans in the rear, stick that piece of cloth in front of the fans in the front let, of the box and let that like the boxes that I usually get. There's a door. There's a door in the front. Mm-hmm. Then there's vent holes. Mm-hmm. And I usually stick that piece of fabric into the vent holes right there. Close the door. It holds it in place. Off you go. Didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Just, that's why, that's why we're is, both here. Yeah, no, this, this is, is all good stuff. This, and there, uh, there are some boxes that actually have a vent material that you can, in you there, can yes. slide it out and, and, vacuum and, it. and vacuum it and slide it back in. It's 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 kind of yeah. like on your furnace at home. You've got a you've got a, a filter. The the uh, I I kind of learned this living in the south where it's hot as well as my father living in Las Vegas, where it's 120 degrees. Plus he, plus, he was old and liked his house <laughs> at like 85 degrees. It was disgusting. <laughs> I kept telling him, you're, you're killing your computer. But um, the less dust that you have inside of that, inside of that case, the better cooling that you will have. Dust becomes an insulator. Dust will kill a computer. Oh, yeah. Alrighty. Now it's in time, time to install the CPU cooler. Oh, wait. We just talked about that. No, no, no. Yeah. CPU cooler. Okay. 
this is one that goes on the you know cpu of the computer uh, make sure there's not a plastic sticker or film on the cpu or on the cooler i've seen tons of people go why is my computer run so hot they didn't peel the fucking sticker off first it has to be metal to metal metal on the cpu face metal on the cpu cooler metal to metal and then you and i forgot to say you have to buy a little bit of thermal paste it's usually thank you (laughs) and if you want there's a million ways to apply thermal paste watch a couple youtube videos you don't need a ton you generally want to get it rather smooth i I don't know how to explain it but watch a couple youtube videos don't worry about it um you don't need a lot because uh it goes you go on metal, metal to metal. To metal. Yeah. You don't need a ton. You want it kind of nice and even and thin and whatever. So, um, and then you screw down the cooler onto the motherboard. Uh, you can plug this fan into the motherboard most of the time. And once again, refer to the motherboard directions. It'll tell you this is the CPU cooler fan because the, the computer will change the speed of that fan depending on how hot the CPU becomes. All righty then. Uh, now you can install your internal storage, your hard drive, your solid state drive, whatever. If you have the NVMe, there is only mm, one yeah. or two slots on the motherboard and they go in a very specific way and you screw them down. Great. But most of the time, the the hard drives are a separate little box and usually the bo- the case will have a specific spot or you can install a box in a specific spot and there's specific screws. It, it's all It's all in the instructions. You just read through the instructions go step by step it's going to be all good um or go to youtube once again um internal storage blah 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 install the video card Ooh, some of these video cards are so damn big that they droop it's kind of weird but typically a video card only goes into one specific slot once again refer to the instructions it usually angles in first then you push it down flat there's a clip it's all good um then it's only gonna well there are some motherboards that have multiple sockets for video cards because there are some motherboards where you can buy two video cards link them together to uh, not exactly double your video capacity but whatever you know so you can do multiple video cards if you're video editing or high high high-end gaming whatever I just go with a single video card. I don't want to fuck with it. Um, Install the power supply. It's usually near the back. It's typically near the bottom of the case. Uh, It's got a little special space and it should only go in one way. On your power supply, there's going to be an on-off switch and an outlet to plug in the cord that's going to actually plug into the wall. That's going to be on the outside. There's usually three or four screws on the case that correspond with them. That one's pretty self-explanatory. Then you get into plugging in all the power supply wires into the specific spots on your motherboard, on your video card. You have to run one to your hard drive. You have to, usually there is a couple of wires that have these like, standard old school three pins that will fit most of the fans in your case Uh, probably anymore they're all like a a smaller pin style but whatever so you plug in all your fans make sure everything's got power that's supposed to have power um uh, video cards will come in multiple pins like some video cards require more power than others so some are four pin 
some are six pin, some are eight pins or, you know, so the, just, and, and most of the power supplies will have like these three cords go to the video. If you got a four one, you plug in just the four. If you have a six one, you plug in the four plus the two and on and on and on. Um, plug in your storage devices. Oh, DVD drive. Forgot to talk about a DVD. If you want a DVD player on your computer, buy a DVD this drive yeah i forgot about that completely so and then plug in your graphics card all right plug in your coolers radiators all that kind of stuff plug in the case control so on the front of your computer you got like a power button and you got a little light that shows you if the hard drive's running you got a reset button these are all little wires that come off of the case and plug into the motherboard and they're very tiny and sometimes they're really hard to read so just yeah, get out the directions you know, take a picture with your phone, blow it up so you can see it bigger. Take a picture of the motherboard and blow it up so you can see what pin says what. And they go in specific spots and they're very tiny and, you know, usually it's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, plug in the cable for the power supply. So on the outside of the box, there's this outlet and there's a cord that comes with the power supply. You plug that in, you get to plug it into the wall, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Use a power strip. Don't plug in the wall. Just kidding. Always, always, always use a power strip. You do not want surges going to your computer. Put the box where you want to plug it in, you know, where you want it. Plug in your peripherals. So you're talking about your, your monitor, your, well, I don't know. Some people have wireless mouses and wireless keyboards. You have to plug in those USBs into the USBs in the back. Some people have hard wires, whatever. So plug everything in. And then hit the button and pray to God. That is always the absolute scariest part of I, this whole build. I always say to people, uh, well, I always say to myself, <laughs> double check everything before you hit that power button. Yep. Remember the blue liquid all over my father's computer. Just please just... double check everything. <laughs> Make sure that your RAM is in tight. Yep. Make sure that all your connections are tight. Make sure that your power is fine. And I I actually use the UPS unit with with my computer, uh backups unit. Um oh, okay. who is it? Mine is made by Triplight. It's a 1500 watt backup unit that will let your computer run for 15 minutes if the power goes out. Nice. The reason that I do that is that it has a surge protector for both the Cat 6 as well as the power. The, the Cat 6 would be the incoming internet line. Correct. So I am protected on both lines coming in. I will let you finish. There you go. Enjoy yourself. Now, if your computer does not power up, don't panic because you do have that actual power switch on the back of the power supply. It may be in the off position. Don't panic. Now, bingo. if you've done everything correctly and you fire, you hit that button on the front of the computer, with any luck, you should see a BIOS screen. And that BIOS is like what the motherboard is, the basic language, everything. You're golden at that point. 
you're 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 good you have built your first computer after that you got thrown a windows disc and it's usually just you throw it in it starts booting up and then you gotta go through all the bs of getting windows installed in your computer but it's pretty much just follow the prompts and whatever and sign up for a microsoft account blah 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 that's the short version but that's it man you have built your very own home computer Mm-mm-mm. and we're done that's how it was the first time too man first time i built a box like i hit that button the bios came up i'm like oh my god it works holy shit Mm-mm-mm. um so so you've got your bios you got your bios screen up how do you load windows I think the last time I did windows on my computer is like, I turned the computer off, right? I opened up the CD drive or whatever threw the windows CD in there, closed it. And you either restart the computer or it just starts running. One of the two. What if you don't have a DVD drive? I believe you can buy the windows program on a USB stick. And you stick that into a USB port up front that you hopefully you've cor- correctly plugged into the motherboard and it'll boot off of that and sometimes in bio and we're not talking about loading up windows we're talking about building the box at this point windows install could be a whole other friggin' episode upon itself hmm what else do you have for us i have computer shortcuts yeah what I'm not good at shortcuts. I don't know the shortcuts. Well, I told you about my interview the other day with Excel, (laughs) correct? I told you you can take an online course for it. I I actually went back and talked to one of the guys from American Airlines who I did that test for. And I I was like, you know what? Um, You guys did not have a button or a a clicker for go to google and look it up because that's what my brother told me to do you don't (laughs) tell anybody you do that you just do it (laughs) all right he he said that out of the 10 questions that i had for excel i got one right that's good right it's like golf lowest score yeah it's good (laughs) all right you need a break or are we just rolling no roll okay we're gonna talk about a couple computer shortcuts this is just uh quality of life improvements if you work at a job that has a computer which a lot of people do these things may help they may not whatever but you may learn something you may not whatever the first one i i just want to beat this into everybody's head that i work with is learn control c and control v that is copy and paste i watch so many people highlight something right click go through this huge menu to go to copy and then they go to the other place and they have to right click and go through this huge room and go to paste and paste as like just highlight it 
hit the control key and the C, control C. C stands for copy. It's pretty fucking easy. When you want to paste it, it's the, it's the key to the right of it. It's the next key. The next thing you do is paste V. Just hit control V and then paste it. It's so easy. It's so nice. Um, actually, I did not realize this. If you want to cut something in copy, the cut is the X. So it's even before the copy. So hit control X and you copy it and delete it. And then you can hit control V to paste it somewhere else, which I, I didn't know that one. And I found out and I'm pretty happy about that. All righty. Uh, want to put a website? <laughs> Would you like to put a website as a shortcut on your bar, on your browser? It's super easy. Go to that website. Up in the address bar at the front is a little padlock icon. Click it, drag it down to your shortcuts and drop it there. Boom. You've got a shortcut. It's that easy, okay? Um, you can even <sighs> right-click that that thing on there and edit the name. Like uh, half of my icons, like my YouTube shortcut, it doesn't say YouTube. I know what the icon looks like. I can edit out the name completely. It's just a little tiny icon. It looks like YouTube. I know it's YouTube. Google Drive is just called G Drive on my shortcuts. I shorten everything down. I have tons of shortcuts on the top of my browser and they're just, they're perfect. So um, <sighs> would you like to zoom in in your browser? Cause you can't read something control minus and control plus uh, does that. Or you can just hit the control key and most modern mice, mices, mouses have a, <laughs> have a, have a roller, little, little roller thing in the middle. Hit control and do the roller. It zooms in and zooms out with the little roller. It's super easy. It's super nice. Um, you can type a website name only into the search bar. I've tried this and it didn't quite get it to work, but you can use control and enter. and It'll automatically add the www and the .com to that search. Did not know that one. Um, you want to quickly switch between open tasks or windows. Alt tab is the bomb. And like right now, I'm running two different windows because we got the we got the video up, we got the chat up. He'll go to full screen and and my text will go away. I hit Alt Tab, boom, my stuff comes back up. It's a great great tool. Um, my favorite way to log out of Windows and to lock my screen at work because somebody always comes along and fucking screws up my browser and gets rid of Windows that I was using. You can hit the Window button and the L key, and it logs you right out to your screensaver or whatever. And be smart, put a lock on that shit. Go in, go in <laughs> and put a password on your lock screen. That way people go in, they start typing and nothing happens, it's the bomb. And actually it worked because we have other people come down from other stores and need to use my computers. I have a login for Windows for just guests, and then I have mine. Nobody fucks with mine. They can log into the other one. Life is really, really good. I'm you sorry. Take... <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, need to take, you need to take a screenshot of your entire computer screen. The Windows logo key and the print screen button will snap a, a picture of your entire screen as it's sitting right now. I had to do that at work. Because they said, oh, yeah, go to this website and do this and blah, blah, blah. And there's a tab right there. I was like, there ain't no tab right there. Five other people work like, no, no tab. So I screenshotted my whole screen, emailed it to them and said, yeah, where's your fucking tab? 
it's just a nice little thing right there. Um, do you need to <laughs> do you need to hide your browser at work real fast? <laughs> no, we would never be looking at bad stuff. The Windows logo key plus D minimizes everything instantly. So you just have a blank screen there, or just your, your backdrop and everything. So because you can't have the boss seeing you look at YouTube at work, you know. Um, do you need to find some text on a website or an email? Do control F. F stands for find. A little window pops up in the top right, and you can type in a, a keyword, Bob or man or whatever, and it will tell you how many instances of that, those letters or that word appears in the document. There's a little up arrow, a little down arrow. You hit the little down arrow, it will cycle through every one of those words that it can find in that particular thing that you have opened up. And I use that one all the time. It is just just a good thing. And now apparently in like Google Drive, there's three little dots also. And you can like, I gotta find this where I just lost my place here. Uh, up and down, uh, find and replace. So like in Google Docs, if you have a, a, a word thing open in Google Docs and you need to replace a person's name with another person's name, you can do the three little dots, do find and replace, type in what you want to replace it with, and it replaces every single one of those words with the word that you type in next. It's kind of cool. Um, uh, for God's sakes, people, make the icons on your desktop one click. If you don't have quick access to the file explorer in Windows, you click the Windows logo key, then just, just type the word file explorer. And you'll find it for you. Um, at the very top toward the left is a tab that says view. Click on once or twice to see the view menu. And on the right is a bunch of options. Little window pops up and the middle group yeah. allows you to, to select single click to open an item. Trust me, you don't need to double click anything to open it up. You don't have that much time in your life. How many double clicks have you made in your life that you didn't need to? It is, it's stupid. Don't do it. Just single click everything. Um, if you don't have File Explorer or any other program that you use often on the bottom of your Windows thing, uh, hit the Windows logo, find the program, right click on the program and choose more. And then it, it gives you some options. And one of them is pin to the taskbar. Boom, it's on the bottom bar. It's right there. It's easy to get to. Uh, even if you don't have an even if you have an icon on your desktop, you can dr usually drag and drop it onto that bottom bar, and it'll ask you, "Do you want to pin it right there?" You feel like, "Yeah, I want to pin it right there," and then you can delete it, and then you've got your most used things because you've got a ton of real estate at the bottom of your screen. Just fill it up with the programs that you use the most. Look at this guy; he's got fifteen or twenty. I've only got four or five on my computer. <laughs> Yeah, I've got like 15, 20. <laughs> yeah. Well, you use more stuff than I do, you know. Um, oh, God, where did I leave off? Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, hey, if you need to search in your computer for a specific file, like maybe you downloaded a picture, but you lost it somewhere in your hard drive. If you have File Explorer up, you can search for stuff, but you can use the asterisk as a wild card. Um you got a picture named summer you can go to file explorer and you can type in the word summer asterisk dot and asterisk so it's going to look for every 
file with the word at with the word summer it doesn't matter if it's in a jpeg or a bitmap or whatever it's going to look for everything that says summer um even with summer two you had that asterisk dot asterisk it'll it'll find summer 27 dot jpeg or summer two dot bitmap whatever it's a great tool tabs and windows um if you have a browser up you got and you can open multiple tabs in that browser right now i've got like my google drive and my home computer and the computer shortcuts they're all different tabs up there i can drag and drop them anywhere around i can put them first or last or whatever i can pull one of those tabs out completely and it becomes a brand new window so i can then alt tab between those two windows they just yeah and you can make one window a little bit you know one browser a little bit smaller so you can see the one browser over here the other browser over there type in shit over here it doesn't disappear it is the bomb uh youtube shortcuts oh youtube what i know right so you're watching youtube and you want to pause the video hit the space bar it stops the video you get the m for mute just a quick way to mute it if you're at work and you don't want people hearing you um if you hit the left or right arrow keys, it will skip ahead or behind five seconds. But when you hit the pause key or the space key, um, then this one I found out is really cool. The comma and the period also have little arrows left and right. So if you're paused and you hit the period, which is the right arrow, your YouTube video will advance one frame. Okay, before you go any further, these are all the same uh, shortcuts that are on Adobe Premiere Pro. Any of your video editors use the exact same thing. Nice. So you know. All right. I'm going to talk about Googling for just a moment. Google me. Yep. Use the tabs. After you search for something, you can choose from all images news more if you type in something in google you got these little choices if you i, I want to look up pictures of cars i can just type in cars and then just click images and i can see nothing but cars okay simple um after you use the tool after you google something under the bar is a tools which allows you to choose like a time frame or to search for those words verbatim I've actually, when looking up news articles, love to pull down the thing in like last hour, last 24 hours. And that way I'm filtering all my search results by a time frame. And it, it does help quite often. If you use quotes when typing, when Googling something, it will force Google to search for those words in that order exactly as you typed it, which also sometimes helps. Um, if you use the minus or the hyphen button, I don't know what you'll call it, it will exclude things. So maybe I want to look up cars, but I hit minus and ban. So it's only going to look up automobiles, not the band name, the cars. Just simple stuff. Kiss. Google search knows how to search for a lot of things. What this means is you don't need to be very specific. So keep it simple. If you need a pizza delivery place nearby, just search for pizza places nearby. Um, Try and think about how a website would have words. Like if you, you know, search for words you think the websites would use, not stuff like 
I have a flat tire, but repair a flat tire and websites might have that on there. Um, there's other shortcuts you can use. Like um, you can type in weather and a zip code and it will just give you the weather for that zip code. Mm-hmm. Super simple. Uh, you can convert money and units. Like you could type in what's 100 KPH in miles per hour. And it will tell you instantly um, what's $100 USD to euros. It'll tell you instantly. Um, you can translate. You can just ask it, what is home in Spanish? And it'll pop up Casa. Super simple. Uh, Google Images is actually a really cool one. You actually have to type in your your address bar, Google Images, and it looks like Google, but it says Google Images. And if you have that as a separate window, if you're looking at a picture of something, either on your computer or a website, you can drag and drop the picture onto Google Images. And it will search for the source, related images, websites that have that picture on there. It's a really good way to like, you know, do some, do some searching on a picture. If you want to find out who did this picture, you can drag and drop it onto Google images and it'll say, Oh yeah, Van Gogh did that picture or anything like that. Um, and, and last but not least, there's a Google in, in the Google search is usually three dots next to the result. And if you click on that, you can actually see the sources. So if we, if I type in, an actor's name and I click the little three dots. They'll say, you know, these results are from IMDb or whatever. And believe it or not, those are all my computer shortcuts. There's not a ton of them on there, but God damn it. Learn how to copy and paste. That's all I got to say about that. Is that really all you have to say? That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this has been a long show. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit, man. Uh, I'll take, I don't know if Burke's going to make it through the next show. I'll try if you will. (laughs) 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 Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking he's a little bit rough right now. You know, like you last week. Who me? Yeah. You. No, no, don't say that, dude. I'm always you're, you're always sober as a minister on Sunday, aren't you? I am always spot on, my friend. Ooh. I I am I am like ah fuck it. <laughs> just, I don't know words. Just go to davisonDavisShow.com. <laughs> Have a good time. Listen to our podcast. I don't know what else to say, but yeah, we'll see you next time. How about that? Thanks everybody.